and thanks for joining me today. If you are new here, welcome to my podcast. If you haven't yet commented or rated it, please do that now. With every new comment and rating, it boosts my podcast, enabling me to reach more people. When I began thinking about what to name my podcast, I tried many different names, but Throne Room Encounters just jumped right off the page at me. The reason for that? An encounter is to meet unexpected, a chance meeting. This is exactly what a throne room encounter is, that moment when God steps into the room and the atmosphere changes. I knew when I read the definition of encounter, this was it. Join me each week as I dig deeper into God's Word, talk about my own personal throne room encounters, miracles, healings, promises from God, answered prayers, and unanswered prayers, and a whole bunch of other stuff. If you have any questions, feel free to message me on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Have a lovely day. Last week was about peace minus understanding. When your knowledge is without understanding of the situation, but you still have peace. It looks impossible no matter what angle you try to look at, look at it from. It seems impossible, but you still have peace that God will and is moving in your situation. Peace that passes all understanding. When I try to solve it on my own, it fails every time. But when I let God be in control, he gives me peace while he's working it out. Hi, everyone. Hope you're having a great Monday and a fabulous week. We have had another COVID outbreak at our church. Insert crying emoji. It was a couple of weeks ago, so thankfully it's calmed down. But I did not test, but I was sick for almost a week and I had every symptom of those that tested positive. It was rough, y'all. I'm so glad it's over. This last week has been a journey also. I kind of feel like the endurance part of my word for the year just keeps going on and on and on. I was going to do an episode the week I was sick, but I felt absolutely horrible. I had no voice. I couldn't quit sneezing and coughing. It was just, it was rough. So then I was like, well, I'll do one the next week. I actually have studied and written part of this over the last couple of weeks. It started with me going through some notes on my phone and I came across something and it was like God just started talking to me, giving me something to share with y'all. So here it is. I've always thought of when people mention that God opens one door and shuts another. I've always thought of almost like a hospital hallway where you step out of one door and you look down this long hallway at all these other doors waiting to see which one God opens. But I kind of feel like I've looked at it wrong for all these years. It's not really a hallway. It's more like a village or a town. You may be residing or living in one house full of possibilities. And God decides to close the door on that one and move you somewhere else. But instead of stepping out into a hallway, you step out into the elements. You step outside into, you know, the outside. You're not covered. There's no shelter. There's no protection, and you're wondering which door is he going to lead you to next. And I really feel like it may not be in that same little area you were in. It could be that you have to take a journey. That's not easy. It's rough along the way. I really just never thought about it this way. And it's unbelievable to me the way God gives you a revelation about something. And I keep thinking about the scripture. He makes all things new. They also have a song about it, and in Revelation 21 and 5, where it's found, and it says, And he who is seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. 
Also, he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. Another thing that, you know, I thought about was the prayer of Jabez. And I'm pretty sure you're all familiar with my, with it. Um, I think they've written a book. There's a song about it. But anyway, it talks about Jabez asking God to bless him and to enlarge his territory and to keep him from evil. I love how when you finished reading this in First Chronicles 4 and 10, it says, so God granted him what he requested. It's that easy. You just ask and you will receive. You may not receive it in the time frame that you want, but you can still ask sincerely and God will hear it and he will honor it and do his will in it. I feel like sometimes we remember the old territory, at least I do, and we may remember the past hurts and whatever we faced in the past. We may remember what happened through that door that we were in, and it may be familiar to us, but what happened there is not permanent. It's not something that you have to live with the rest of your life. Once God closed that door, you don't have to dwell there anymore. You don't have to go there anymore. And it could be that God took you there to go through something or he took you there for a purpose to help others or to help you grow or even for something good. But there comes a time and a place where even when it seems like everything is going good, you're subject to change. God's going to take you to this new realm, this new zone, this new area, a new territory. And you may have to travel through if you want to refer to it in an earthly sense, you may have to go through multiple time zones. You are going to go through different types of weather. In some places, it may be beautiful with shade trees and small little hills and valleys. And then it may be that you go through a desert where all you can see is dirt and cactus and there's nothing. It's just nothing. Then you may go through a place where you feel like you're doing nothing but climbing up a mountain and there's danger in the woods. And if you don't know what you're looking for, you have to be careful for what is out there. From an earthly point of view, that may be how you feel, but you're in a spiritual battle facing these things. When I started writing for this podcast, I, I felt like God just kept throwing it in my mind. It's not permanent. You may face, I don't know how many things you may face, but no matter what it is, it's not permanent. I keep going back to it, and I know I refer to it a lot. When I think about my brother, he has a permanent reminder, and so does my sister-in-law. They have permanent reminders of the world in the form of tattoos. My brother has one on his ring finger, and I get choked up every time I look at his hand at church when I see that ring, or what looks like a ring, but it's just a tattoo on that finger, and I think about what God brought him from. It's just a reminder God can bring you out of everything. That tattoo is permanent, but that lifestyle he lived is not a permanent situation for him. He overcame it and got out of it. And so can you. I think so many times people look at things in their life and think it's always going to be this way. It's never going to change. No matter how many times I pray, or how many times I try to change my situation. That's not true. You may have some permanent reminders of things from your past, but that's all they are. That's all they have to be is just reminders of what was and what you have overcome. I went to a ladies conference this last Friday night and the speaker encouraged and admonished us to step into our calling, whatever it may be. For me, I know what God has called me to do. And for the longest time, I allowed things and people and their comments to keep me from doing them. 
I have told this before in a previous episode, so I'm not going to tell it all, but I finally got to the place where I didn't care what others thought of me and began using my gifts and callings for the glory of God. I stopped suppressing myself and began to speak out. This year, though, has been a trial for me. I'm human just like y'all, and I've struggled with using my gifts. The month of June, especially though, I was in a real funk the entire month. I had a bad attitude, I'll just be honest. And I had to make myself do things that I normally was willing to do. But it seemed like this year I could not get out of it. I felt like I was finally getting over it and bam, something else happened. I had to start all over again. Now we are into August and I'm in the middle of another uncertain time. But I realized something. It was almost like I shook myself and cleared my head. Yes, trial after trial after trial has come against my family and me, but it's still not permanent. This too shall pass. I may not know when, and I may not know how, but he will do it again. The door being shut before another one opened, that was my door. God closed my current door before the next one was open. But I realized something. You can have more than one door open at a time. But sometimes you want to ignore some of those doors because what is going on through that door requires you to be more and give more than what you're ready to give. Sometimes God closes the door on one house you've been comfortable in and the only option you have is to visit the other doors he left open that you have been ignoring. The crazy thing about it is God will give you hints, warnings that something is coming. But yet you and me, we still ignore it until he shoves us out into the elements and slams and locks the door, removing the choice to dwell in our comfort zone. I feel like this is exactly what God has done to me over the last couple of weeks. But also, he's been dropping breadcrumbs and giving me hints, and I've been plugging my ears and ignoring them until finally he had to do something drastic to get my attention. You know how sometimes you get warning labels on things and it says, warning, this product is subject to change. It's not permanent and it will change over time or something like that. That's there for a reason. The company that created or processed that put that warning label on there to keep them from being sued if you don't follow the instructions. And God does the same thing. He gives us a warning and when we ignore it, the first thing we want to do is blame God. But that's not how it is. If we had listened in the first place and paid attention when God started dropping breadcrumbs, we would not be shocked when he changes things. So today, if you are feeling overwhelmed and unsure of where you are, remember it's not permanent. God has it under control. Turn it over to him and let him guide you into whatever door he wants you to go in. And if it's to visit a door that you're familiar with, that you left out of on your own accord, but God left it open because he still wanted you to do a work there. Don't be afraid to step into that again. Don't be afraid to, to do the things that God's been asking you to do or calling you to do. Now, I've said this before, but I mean, that's what this is all about. That's what we are here for, to praise God, to honor him, to obey him. And I mean, he created us to worship him and that's what it's all about. So even though, like me, you may have been overwhelmed or you're still overwhelmed and unsure, know that whatever you're facing is not permanent. 
It's not something that you're going to have to face for the rest of your life. God will and he can help you overcome it. I hope that today has been a blessing and I hope that you have a wonderful week. God bless. Thank you again so much for listening. If you have any questions or prayer requests you would like me to help with, you can message me on Instagram or you can email me at shly.cat86 at gmail.com. Again, that is shly.cat86 at gmail.com. God bless and have a wonderful week.